0: Assalamu <laughs> alaikum <laughs> just before we begin if you support the young smirks podcast and you want to help support the channel please go to the patreon below and support us monthly so we can keep up with the shows we've got lots of content coming up we're going to have special content specifically for the patreons as well as a new series on hijra inshallah so please go to the patreon below and support the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was loved but Yasha.
0: Welcome to the Young Smokes Podcast. I'm here in Hyde Park and I'm with Sheikh How you doing
1: Sheikh? Sheikh, it's nice to see you here. see you. This is in your
0: home turf in Hyde Park. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't see it in this from this angle,
0: yeah.
1: but I see it. It is as an opportunity yeah. for us to give dawah and as an opportunity for us to introduce people to Islam and as well to try to build a case for Muslims as well because sometimes we get these misconceptions about Islam and, and many of the youngsters, many people all around the world, they might get these misconceptions so at least they need to have kind of a way to tackle these issues yeah. from Islamic perspective yeah. and we try our best as well going back yeah. <laughs> so we try, as I said to you, we try to build a case for Muslims and as well to let them understand how to deal with these misconceptions. Because yeah. what happens, those we have, the enemies of Islam are working 24 yeah. 7. And uh, and some people they say, but the books are available.
0: Yeah.
1: But as well nowadays, in nowadays and age, as you know, people they don't read books, especially the books which is from an Arabic language and other things. Even the Arab, the Arab students do not read as much as, yes. and, and that's why they come away for the people to have these recordings. Yeah. So at least they will have a way and insight about yeah. how to deal with these things. Not necessarily to to produce, to introduce debaters to, yeah. the, to the scene, but it's more likely for people just to understand what's their faith yeah. and what Islam is saying about these
0: things. Yeah. You know yesterday, me and uh, Brother Bilal was watching your live um, Q&A yes. on uh, the TV. Yes. So Alhamdulillah, Muslims... So y- is that a weekly thing? The Muslims calling in, asking questions and it's <coughs> very helpful because Shaykh, in this in, in this day and age, he's saying there's lots of books and printing, but yeah. a lot of people don't have access to actually speaking to an Imam or a Sheikh, and you know, sometimes they don't know about certain fiqh and things like that, yeah. so...
1: Yeah, al- Alhamdulillah that that Allah has been giving us the platforms, you know, firstly, to uh, for the people to reach us, for the people to ask their, their, their questions about their deen, to know their deen, to understand their deen. It's something important for us as students of knowledge to be there, to be available at the end of the day. When I came here to this country, I came here to study initially. I came just to finish my master's and, and PhD at that time. And even, I wasn't even thinking at certain point in my life. I knew I will be a da'i one day and I knew, but I wasn't thinking I will be at this early stage of my life, I would be, you yeah. know, being on the on the on the on the situation. And then I found that the need of the Muslim community, especially mm-hmm. in English speaking, the need there is a need for for the student of Knowledge to be there to answer the questions and to which is could be a basic question, which anyone mm-hmm. any Muslim could know it, know mm-hmm. it. For example, today a brother was asking a simple question, he said. What if, if I have some kind of things about certain understanding of the Qur'an? Do I need just yeah. to leave it. Do I need to ignore it. These things, how to deal with it, mm-hmm. which is a trivial thing for some people, but yeah. it's not necessarily trivial for someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to be available there and to use every single platform that you, that's yeah. available for you in order to, uh, you know, to convey the message of Islam to the people and to convey the message of the Qur'an and the Sunnah from mm-hmm. the Prophet Because here, as the hadith of the Prophet, ﷺ. he said, The Islam is started with gharif, something strange. Yeah. And it will end up as strange to the people. Mm-hmm. Allah, the Prophet, ﷺ, he gives that glad tidings for those ones who are strangers yes. in, the, in the sea. And we know Muslims are kind of strangers yes. in the sea. Yeah. And we know Muslims who are strangers, let yeah. alone people who follow the Quran and the Sunnah. Mm-hmm. Amongst the Muslims, they see them like as, as they're odd, as they're strange. Mm-hmm. For example, if now I did to say to someone, we follow uh, the past predecessors. We follow the Salaf. We mm-hmm. follow them. We follow their understanding. Yeah. So some people they say, okay, what about such and such Imam? What about such and such? You yeah. know, where we it is, it is that's one of the things which is we have to um, to be approachable, and we have as well to convey the message of Allah mm-hmm. to the people and to convey as well the Quran mm-hmm. and the Sunnah, mm-hmm. and to use every single facility to make it available for for yeah. the brothers and sisters in Islam.
0: Shaykh, I've noticed recently um, you've been doing some dawah in Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started my dawah on the dawah tables. Yeah. Not in Hyde Park, you know, or YouTube, but for, for many years we had dawah tables. How's your experience been on on you know away from people who are debating, just on the dawah tables, having the opportunity to yeah. share the message with every day?
1: How is it? I generally, by the way, people they don't know, I mainly focus on the dawah tables from a yeah. long, long time ago, but maybe because they are not recorded. Yeah. I used to go to Central London to listen square and uh, listen to Central London in the mm-hmm. evening. And I had the most Shahadas alhamdulillah, there in, uh, in in Central London. Mm-hmm. And as well, alhamdulillah, uh, you know, uh, when I went to Cambridge and I found that they used to do some time in the past, but I said to myself, we need to start something. And Jazallah khair, Brother Bilal, he helped me as well a lot. Uh, with his organization as well, through as well the, the, the Masjid, uh, Masjid Al-Ikhlas and Shaykh Ali all,
0: as well, Yeah, the, from, uh, Cambridge. Uh, from
1: Cambridge from Cambridge, Akh Ali, Allah Khair so we started this dawah and alhamdulillah we did a lot of Allah razumtul khair alhamdulillah we have many shahadahs alhamdulillah
0: there
1: and as well to be there just for the people to reach you yeah. and to, for, to distribute Quran to make this facility to the people, and uh, people just to know about Islam, which is amazing. Thing. Mm. Especially Cambridge is more into, like a, 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 like more into a, academic, a tourist uh, uh, and tourists. A lot of
0: tourists coming Yeah, on. there's a lot of tourists. Ma-shallah. Millions
1: of people coming every year. Like the amount of the, the, the Qurans that we distribute, like in, in Portuguese language, in, in Spanish language, mm. Chinese, <laughs> in the, in Chinese, in Cambridge, <laughs>
0: Chinese language,
1: subhanallah, mm. Russian, all languages, mashallah. And if we found it, SubhanAllah, it's an opportunity for us, Alhamdulillah, to do so. do
0: you mind me asking a little bit about yourself? Because yeah. for those who don't know, you, where are you from? I'd like to know a bit about yourself. I am
1: originally from Jordan, mm. uh, from the tribes of Jordan. And uh, we are from the tribe called Tarawna, which is, goes back to Rifai uh, family, which is the descendants of Hussein. Uh, that's what's the, that's where, where our background. Um, and uh, I lived in Jordan, I seek knowledge with the scholars there, and as well, long along went to Saudi Arabia as well to seek knowledge with the scholars there. When I was at the university, when I started seeking knowledge, uh, I, want, I, want, I wanted to do it at a certain point, I wanted to change. I was studying mathematics at that time. And I became, alhamdulillah, I was always religious because my mother, Allah, she was someone who was always, was teaching me. She was someone, may Allah God, and bless her and, and I mean, her. she used to put me in a Qur'an competition all the time since I was in the school and because the Qur'an competition is this kind of extra curriculum thing that hmm. I do and we there in Jordan at that time is more lecturing rather than teaching so hmm mainly that the students has to work on himself. So after as soon as I finished coming back from the school, my mother started teaching me all the topics. And after that, after she finished all of us when we we're seven children, and after that she will sit with me and sometimes until 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. just to teach me Quran, to give me the hifz of Quran. And she was a teacher herself. She had to wake up by Fajr and after she couldn't sleep to go to, to prepare our for us the breakfast and she has to go to the to her school to to start teaching she was she was doing this for some time and alhamdulillah that she was my first teacher she was someone who inspired me uh, as, as a The first mother
0: plays first. a huge Mom. role in the knowledge of the children
1: and that's why whenever yani, i mean yani, if there is any that comes to me in my life it was by, by allah wa ta'ala, and almost uh, first and everything And after that, is my mother and my father. Then, uh, when I was at the university, then I started to be more serious about seeking knowledge other than Quran and other things. I studied initially the Fiqh of Shafi'i because they are Jordan and Shafi'i. So I was surrounded with Fuqha of Shafi'i and others. So I studied Fiqh of Shafi'i with the the scholars of Shafi'i in Jordan. And um, I learned Usul of Shafi'i. And the Usul Shafi'i is actually one of the best Usul Fiqh in terms of Fiqh. I always was thinking outside the books, kind of, uh, especially when I started wanting to seek Islamic knowledge more in, in more details and I started after being introduced to the student of Sheikh al-Albani in Jordan Mashallah. and the, the teaching of Sheikh al-Albani, even though I didn't meet him, I lived during his time, but I yeah. didn't meet him in person, but because his the, the, teaching. A
0: lot of people don't know, but this was the, the hub, Jordan was the hub of Sheikh al-Albani Was It right?
1: was the hub of Sheikh Mashallah. al-Albani. Like Sheikh al-Albani, when I start listening to his to his recordings and you know all his cassettes, at that time used to be cassettes and I have, when I would put a car, when I have a car, I would put his cassette in my car and, Sheikh al-Albani will shake, will demolish everything that you build on like literally, <laughs> will shake you, all things that you know yeah. as a trivia, as something which is, as, 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 as concepts mm-hmm. will say, which is the proof, and then you say, oh, hold on, what's the proof? <laughs> it it built up in my in my brain now, I need to question and you know, now I start questioning everything. I start question. What's the proof of this? Yeah. I need to be, I need to, to, to I need to be when I, when I give the advice to someone, or at least yeah. for myself, I should have the proof to do something what I'm doing. It yeah. has to be something true. So, like, learn the evidence. Here learn the evidence. From, yeah. So, then, uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah, at that time, again, I started going to Saudi Arabia. met scholars in Saudi Arabia, uh, SubhanAllah, in Haram. And I start whenever I have the opportunity, we'll, we'll, we'll do Umrah and go and meet the, the scholars there. And one of the things uh, made me as well to, um, to think about I, at that time, at certain point, I was planning to change my studies from math because I was studying, doing well. I was planning to study uh, to change to Sharia, to study one to Sharia. And then one of my teachers is Allah, and he said to me, He said, Why do you want to change? I said, You know, I want to study Sharia. He said, why don't you stay studying math, what, what you do, and, and you continue in the old-fashioned the old-traditional way, old way. You seek knowledge with the scholars, alhamdulillah, and many ijazahs, alhamdulillah, and fiqh, and aqeedah, and hadith, and tafsir, and, 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 and other things. Alhamdulillah, Allah, Allah يعني, and blessing after blessing from Allah ta'ala. So since, until I, when I finished my bachelor degree, I came here to do my master's. <laughs> And at that time, again, I wasn't thinking I will be teaching at that point. Mm. But Subhanallah, Allah Azbal, yani, give whomever he wish yani the blessing, ta'ala. Um, and,
0: and I came in at a point
1: then, you know, I was attending khutbah with a brother and he doesn't know to recite Quran properly or doesn't know. And I, I had to rectify him every time. And then he said, why don't you do it? I said. See, I'm not fit to do it. Do you think I'm fit to do it? <laughs> so, SubhanAllah. Yani, uh, at that time I wasn't even thinking that I would be a person would be coming out to, to start no. teaching. And since then, 15 years ago, since then, Allah عزل, yani, put me in the in the da'wah, teaching Masha'Allah. people, helping people. Uh, it's a blessing of Allah.
0: You know, once you're really in da'wah, you, you don't want to do anything else. No you know, Allah. You're, you're
1: no yeah, I, for example, I don't have not PhD in computational mathematics. But I don't see myself being there in mathematics. I don't see myself there. And yeah. I see myself more as as teacher of the people, teaching people Islam, yeah. giving da'wah, doing street da'wah, as you mentioned. Yeah. So even some brothers they say, Subhanallah, we don't see we did not see some knowledgeable people or some knowledgeable or, sort of knowledge or sheikh, as they say, who comes to da'wah table. says, say, Akhi, we are servant of Islam. Yeah. If we understand this concept, then everything will be easy for you. So if you know you are servant, you are nothing but servant of Islam. Yeah, yeah. Then anything, any pride or arrogance in your heart, it has to be demolished. Yeah. Going back. That you are, we are only serving Islam, and anyone who serves Islam, that's what we want we need to do. That, and that's what we.
0: Need. Yeah, the dawah table really is a real practical dawah. You know, it it's is. it's not just theory, learning what the books say. Yeah, actually getting out there on the field. It is. And as you say, every month, every year, that, you know, the, the doubts are changing. True. You know, and and you have to keep up to date with what's going on. And absolutely. Yeah.
1: And what improved me more. When I start coming to the park, I came here, then I found some brothers, they are in the, in the, here, they're giving dawah, they, give, they have debates. But in the past, there is a lot of things, which some people, they will make mistakes like in debates. Yeah, yeah. And then I used to start rectifying them. Then I start finding myself, being there, trying, not necessarily debates. I try, I prefer to avoid debates more yeah. than to, to give dawah, because the idea is of these debates that to uh, to pass the message of Islam to the people. Yeah. It's not about to win the yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not about you, oh, I defeated you, or, you know, it's not about that. It's about to convey the message, the message of Islam to the people and remove misconceptions about Islam. And that's one of the important things, that's one of
0: the points. Shit, I why don't... I've not seen any YouTube channel from you. How come you've not been doing any, much on YouTube? Have you ever thought of having a YouTube channel? Or?
1: Alhamdulillah, I started a YouTube channel before, but now, inshallah ta'ala, soon I will be... Uh, it's gonna be... it's gonna come more into, into the scene. This is in-shallah. my name, like, Sheikh Muhammad Tarawna. And uh, inshallah. inshallah, soon it's gonna be there and it's gonna be more activated. There, inshallah. I started recording, alhamdulillah. Some reminders, I'll put the and link
0: if you do have a link for that. Inshallah, I'll, have sh- a link, I'll inshallah. get the link off you. And I'll
1: inshallah, I'll put it in in the link, comments, inshallah, inshallah, let it be yeah. out, inshallah. And inshallah, inshallah. hopefully, soon, inshallah, there will be more, inshallah, inshallah, more in social media. and try. And as we'll try to put some kind of structured, you know, you could say lectures and and uh, and courses, inshallah taala, which the people, they can learn, inshallah taala, the, from. So Sheikh, how
0: how can we, um, how can people at home like support your dawah and support your projects? Do you have any? Are you with an organisation? Do you? What's going on?
1: People want to get involved. People want to support. I am now with Brother Bilal, which is the 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 center of of
0: the name in Cambridge. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now a class message, of course, and as well with the the Brother Bilal. As well, you could put his link as well. Alhamdulillah, I'm I'm part of this of his project, inshallah. Which is morely about, for example, having. Uh, you know, uh, uh, giving da'wah to the people, try to introduce Islam to the people. Alhamdulillah, yani that's what we what we are trying to do. At the same time, du'a all what I want from brothers, just make du'a for us. And inshallah, ta'ala, as long as you make du'a for us, all this is what we wanted. Inshallah, ta'ala. make du'a for us, and and for any any cause that conveyed the message of Islam to the people, participated. Participate in it, because you don't know as the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi He said, he, that hadith, he said Man ghazi ghaza. Whoever prepared someone goes for the sake of Allah as if he has done it himself or herself mm-hmm. Which means not necessarily you need to be there, but you yeah. cannot say you cannot convey mm-hmm. the message yourself Support someone who is able to convey the message of Allah, yeah. Allah. Yeah. That's the main thing yeah.
0: Just before we finish, um, have you got any advice for I, I ask this question a lot because it's a big worry and I, I feel like it's something Muslims really need to get familiar with, which is raising children, especially raising children in the West, and also raising children in this 21st century, yep. where it's you know lots of doubts. Uh, you know, we're see it on YouTube even lots of new doubts. Uh, Christians, atheists are coming with, how do parents prepare themselves and their children? You know, for for preempting these these uh, attacks on Islam.
1: No, Allah mentioned in the Quran in Surah Al-Kahf about the, the the two boys who their father or their forefather was pious man and Allah has sent the best of the best of his creation, Musa was the best person walked on earth on his time. He was a prophet of Allah. And Al-Khadr Alayhi salam, a prophet of Allah. Allah has sent these two people, which is the greatest people on their time, just to take care of two orphans, two orphans. Where, if you think about about us, about our subjective point you say, but they can go give da'wah to people. They can go to whole city calling them to Islam. They can do all, but Allah has sent them purposely to do one single mission which is to rebuild a wall underneath that wall there is a treasure or there is money which belongs to these two orphans and Allah wanted to protect them in an evil city or an evil town which if the wall failed then the people then the treasure would be exposed and people will take it so Allah has sent the best of his creation on, on that time to do that do you think Allah Azza wa Jal if you are pious, Allah will leave your offspring. Yeah. If Allah took care of those two orphans, yeah. they were not there even, let not, not alone the parents were there. The parents, they were not there even to, to protect their own children. The parents, they were not there even to protect their own children. But yet Allah has sent a prophet and Muslim of Allah, Musa, السلام, accompanied with Al-Khadr to rebuild the wall.
0: And he says because their parents are pious.
1: Because they, they have a father. their father and in some hadith, they said his forefather was a pious man. So and that's why the Salaf used to say, we are trying mm-hmm. to be pious in order that Allah to take care of our children. So it starts from you. Um, that's first. Yeah. If you are pious and, and close the- to Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah Azza wa
0: Jal will take mm-hmm. care of your children. And we re- we recite that every Friday. To we recite it us every Friday,
1: week. and that's why it's <laughs> should, when you recite it. Have this in your mind in your mind that I'm doing this not just for my sake. I'm doing this as well. I want Allah to look to look after my children because you don't guarantee your life. Mm. You don't guarantee to be there for your children mm. to remove this misconception yeah. about them. You are, don't guarantee even yeah. to take care of them. Don't yeah. guarantee your life. But you guarantee that Allah Azza wa if you are pious, Allah Azza wa will take care of you. And that's something, if you look at Amazing, it from that yeah. angle, that's why the salaf used to say, I am. I try to be pious in order that Allah to take care of my children. So yeah. it, start it starts from you. starts from yourself. yourself. Yeah. Secondly, choosing the right spouse. Mm. Choose the one with deen okay. to help you. So if both, if both the husband and wife, both of them, they are pious, by the way, not necessarily they could continue together. They might get divorced.
0: Yeah.
1: But as long as both parties are pious, yeah. the children they are, inshallah, in good hands. So that's why, if you marry a pious woman, maybe you might not get along with her. Maybe Allah, Allah knows, that yani. Maybe yeah. you're not good. But you know she's pious. Even if you divorce her, or if she asks for khula, yeah. etc., she things that don't work between you, at least you know that your children are in good hands. Yes, yeah. the same thing, vice versa. If, as well, the same thing, she will think about you, that her church is a good hand. So, to marry the right person. Mm. And to establish the family of the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Meaning, from day one, say, if something it is from Islam, we follow it. Something from not mm. from Islam, we don't follow it. something from the Quran and Sunnah, we follow it. And right. I like, you know, I do sometimes family counseling. And I like, sometimes, this argument between husband and wife, when the wife say, what's your evidence? She will say here. You told me, and then some sister one day she said, You told me you follow the Quran and Sunnah and you told me to do such and such. What's your evidence? Mm. Yeah, even though it is not something you know, always the healthy to be in argument. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, it's good to establish yeah. good to have yeah, this foundation, yeah. whatever whatever evidence will follow that. And to back. treat and to treat mm. your spouse like what you treat yourself. Mm. You respect her parents because you are the same way that you want her to respect your parents. It's vice versa. Mm. The same thing, because at the end of the day. When you are marrying someone, you're not just marrying an individual. Mm. You are marrying a whole family. Even mm. if her family is not Muslims, mm. You be someone who try to give da'wah to them, treat them like your own yeah. parents. Then in that way, Allah Azza wa Jalla will help you mm. to give da'wah to your own parents through her. Mm. And the same thing, Allah will give da'wah to her parents mm. through you. And that's, this Shared, something is you
0: important. Know, I, I really like them three points of advice because you know, you're leaving it all to Allah. Because, you know, sometimes, chef, it's out of your hands. You can try your best. But at the end of the day, all these three points of advice, you're putting your trust in Allah because there's no way you could guide your children or help them exactly. without
1: Allah. Exactly.
0: And, you know, very nice subtle points in the Quran, like that point you mentioned about the reason why they were helping the children because uh, of their parents, SubhanAllah. You know, that's absolutely true. A lot of the time we overlook these small True nuances in the Quran, beautiful. Yeah,
1: Masha'Allah. and after that, and after that, the, to raise the children on Islam from day one, from before they born, to try, for example, to uh, make the Quran is something that is being recited in the house. Yeah. Uh, later on, as soon as the, the child comes, to welcome the child. With, with, uh, with respect and honor and with the, with the, with according to Sunnah, to name the child a name
0: yeah.
1: that, and that's why last week I was talking about something Islamic identity and today as well I wanted to remind about the Islamic identity, to build the children on the Islamic identity concept. Yeah. Islamic identity is not just only your name is Muslim, it's not just only your Aqeedah is Islam, it's a holistic thing, you belong to Islam, you are a member of this 1.8 billion Muslims yeah. on earth, you have this, the history of Islam, you are English yourself, yeah. yeah? you are from England, yeah. but at the same time, you belong to Islam, yeah. Khalid bin Walid is not an Arab, oh,
0: but I'm you belong
1: to Khalid bin Walid, because you, you are a member of this Islam, yeah. so you belong to him. You belong for example to Aoun al you belong to Abu Bakr mm-hmm. You belong to those men of Islam, you belong to the history of Islam mm-hmm. You belong to the scholars of Islam, Imam, Imam uh, Malik and Imam Bukhari and Imam Ahmad, and all these great Imams of, of uh, Quran of the Sunnah of the Prophet You belong to them, they, you are represented by them If you know this is your identity as Muslim, then you will understand that. Mm-hmm. and as well part of it in even including your appearance to be as appearance of Muslims, including anything that identify you as a Muslim, you should belong to that, and you should raise your children. This is what we belong to Islam. Amen. So that's why, for example, some brother, like Anwarul Huda, even my children when they went to Jordan, because they grow up here, uh, they start become. They said, "Oh, Baba, I go when we go to oh, So, Baba, you know, all the people in Jordan are the majority Muslims. Yeah, the majority Muslim." I see many people they smoke cigarettes, are they Muslims? Because <laughs> you know yeah. Muslims they should not smoke cigarettes, yeah. Muslims they should yeah. grow their beer, Muslim, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is their mindset. Because yeah. that Islam identified them mm. and their identity as Muslims. That's what yeah. we need to plant in them, yeah. is their identity is Islam and including all things of Islam. And that's something if you if you did this then alhamdulillah yeah. you will be able you will be able to tackle this and you will be able to raise them on Islam. Mm. And after that of course the dua keep making du'a that Allah has to, to protect your children. As the Allah said, <laughs> Allah give us from our spouse and our offspring <laughs> the coolness of our eyes and makes wow. us makes us to the, the to the pious yeah. as imams for the pious. This is the dua of the Prophet and of Allah The same thing it is we should make dua to our children. And as well to raise the children in Islam as I mentioned to, to teach them the Quran as soon as they start learning to, Mm. and part of the Islamic identity, their connection with Arabic language. Mm. And as soon as the Muslims are disconnected from Arabic language, as soon as they lose their identity. Mm. And that's why, make sure, even if you are, if you are non-Arabic speaker, teach your children Arabic. Let them belong to this language. Arabic doesn't belong to the Arabs. Mm. Arabic belongs to Islam. Mm. Arabic belongs to Islam. Mm. Allah preserved Arabic language Mm. through Islam. Yeah. If there is yeah, no Islam, yeah. it will be lost. Yes, yes. It Arabic. will be lost. There are maybe some other languages on earth, but they are lost. Allah yeah. preserved Arabic language through Islam. Yeah. So, Arabic belongs to Islam and it belongs to Muslims. That's why the author, the scholar of Islam, used to author in Arabic language. Yeah. Because the audience are, are, are Arabic yeah. speakers, yeah. not necessarily, even they are different from different backgrounds. Yeah? And Islam as well. Islam accommodates other cultures as long as long they don't they don't clash with Islam, no problem. Yeah. It doesn't matter to be whatever you are, and I want people to be to be proud to be to be proud that they are British.
0: Yeah, their
1: their their, their background they are British, but the same time they are Muslims. Yeah. They are, for example, Irish and they are Muslims. Yeah. They are European and they are Muslims. No problem as yeah. long as their identity is protected and preserved. And Alhamdulillah, Inshallah, will be a way for them, Inshallah, Taala, to be. Whatever, whatever, all of these things happen at least, they will face it with their own identity, with their own belief, with their own faith, then inshallah ta'ala. Inshallah. And, and, and at the end of this the guidance from Allah And as we know the guidance is three parts. Guidance of showing the right path, guidance leading to the path, and guidance to be firm on this path. And as our Sheikh al-Albani used to say, the path to Allah is very long. And we are walking on this path like a turtle. The aim is not reaching the end of the path. The aim is to live and die on that path. That's what we want.
0: Jazakallah <laughs> Khair Shaykh, MashaAllah. Very nice <laughs> points. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoy the reminder. <laughs> and very nice points. Khair. And Shaykh, I'd like to invite you to my house in Bursa, in Turkey, inshallah. InshaAllah. So maybe we can do a, a mini series on something. We can pick a nice topic. Uh,
1: we'll do that. So <laughs> <laughs> tell
0: <laughs> everyone, put in the comments what topic you'd like to see us cover, inshallah. InshaAllah. Maybe خلص. we can do a little something, inshallah. Jazakallah. I'll be honored,
1: inshallah. Jazakallah.
0: As-salamu
1: alaykum. alaykum.